welcome to the Social World Podcast. I'm Dave Niven, and today's podcast is all about an organisation called BASPSCAN, which is the British Association for the Study and Prevention of Child Abuse and Neglect, and they're holding their um, triannual conference in Edinburgh, at Edinburgh University, uh, in April of 2015, the 12th to the 15th of April, and this is a major affair. And so today what we thought we'd do is talk to uh, Dr Julie Taylor, who's the inaugural chair and director of the Child Protection Research Centre at the University of Edinburgh. And uh, it's between the university and the National Association for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children, the NSPCC. They jointly uh, have that very innovative partnership. And Julie also is the chair of the Congress Committee for BASPSCAN. Now, Julie herself, um, before she took up this post uh, in 2013, she was the head of strategy and development, looking at abuse in high-risk families with the NSPCC, and whilst being seconded from her substantive post as a professor of family health in the School of Nursing and Midwifery at the University of Dundee. And Julie is passionate about child protection and passionate about um, her contribution and talks very um, succinctly about what's needed, what can happen and all about the Congress, which is the most important thing we're going to talk about today. So today's Congress uh, discussion about the Baskan Congress 2015, April next year. So without further ado, let's introduce Julie Taylor. I'm talking to Julie Taylor. Welcome, Julie, to the podcast. Ah, it's great to be here. Now, we're going to talk today about a major event that's taking place in 2015 in April, from the 12th to the 15th at the University of Edinburgh. And this is the uh, Baskan Congress, and it's uh, New Directions in Child Protection and Wellbeing, Making a Real Difference to Children's Lives. And this is one of the most significant events in child protection in the United Kingdom coming up next year. And you are the chair of the Congress Committee. But just before we get into the actual content of the Congress, could you just tell us a little bit about BASPSCAN, uh, what it is, who it's for, what it's about, you know, what your understanding is of that? Because I think a lot of people would be interested. Sure, David. Uh, BASPSCAN is a, a bit of a hard word to get your, your teeth around <laughs> as an acronym, but it stands for the British Association for the Study and Prevention of Child Abuse and Neglect. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a mouthful, but within that, I think people understand that this is the one charity that's the leading multidisciplinary association that really looks at both professionals and volunteers who work with children and families. It's been around since 1979. It's a registered charity, um, but it does have a reach across the whole of the UK. And recently, um, we've been lucky enough to have Ireland join us as well. That's a membership organisation, isn't it? Yes. And people obviously, if they want to join, can do. What, what's the kind of the normal, uh, the membership? Where, where do they get drawn from in your experience? There's a range of people and institutions and organisations that have joined us. Um, so professionals who are working with within child protection, so social workers, police, judiciary, health, hmm. but also academics who are researching in this field. 
um, third sector organisations who are working in this field, and and it's a huge range. I would say it really is interdisciplinary, and it really does bring bridge policy, practice, and research. Now, in my experience of actually kind of you know working with uh, Bascan uh, recently, and uh, well, and, and knowing about it for quite some time before. I mean, it's got such a valuable uh, impact on on the child protection world, if you like. But and but yet, it still seems to be a little bit under the radar. Is, is, is that something you would like more people to be aware of, Bascan? Um, yes, I'd certainly like more people to be aware of Bascan. Uh, I think people know bits of what we do. People have often attended conferences that are run by Bascan. People know the flagship journal, the um, Child Abuse Review. That's um, free to members, but uh, I think many, many people with working within the field would be able to um, to talk to Child Abuse Review. No, right. So the Congress. Okay. Now, do you want to just say a little bit about it? Because this isn't the first one that you, the, the, the Bascan have been involved with. I mean, this is quite a regular event, and it's a huge event, if, I, if my memory serves me, attracting hundreds of people from all over this country and, and the world, if you like. Just wanted to say a little bit about um, the history of the Congress or what you're expecting this time, and we'll talk about keynote speakers in a minute. Okay. Um, Bascan has a triennial Congress. Um, the last one was in Belfast, um, nearly three years ago, obviously and attracted quite a few people there, around about 500. Mm. We're hoping to beat that number in Edinburgh. Edinburgh is um, a great city to come to. So we've been having these congresses for a number of years now, and it is pretty much the flagship of the UK child protection conference scene, I guess, because it is multidisciplinary, and it does attract big audiences. We're hoping this year we'll have, um, well, next year, early next year, we'll have more international delegates than we've ever seen before. But there's usually a very good contingent of, of our colleagues from across the world. Mm. Now, you've got a stellar lineup from what I can see in terms of keynote speakers and uh, obviously we'll talk about workshops as well. But Baroness Hale? Yeah, Baroness Hale. We're really delighted that she's coming. Um, she's the UK's most senior woman, woman judge and has been a member of the highest court in the land for 10 years now. So she's coming. Um, she's the first woman who served on the Law Commission. And what she'll be able to talk about in terms of her background, I think, will bring a fantastic gravitas to the Congress. Mm. Well, she's headed her, her address, I believe, is what do we mean by unacceptable risk? Um, she's obviously had a career, a long career, and should be speaking from a depth of experience. So, I mean, I, I, I imagine that one will be packed. Uh, I imagine it will be packed. She's opening the key. She's opening the Congress so on the Sunday, so we're expecting great things from her. Okay. Um, now, then we've got Jenny Malloy, who's uh, a motivational speaker, but um, she's also an author. Um, Hackney Child and Tainted Love uh, are two of her um, publications. I mean, she sounds like she'd be a fascinating person to listen to. David, it's really important to us to hear the voices of those who have survived abuse. And that Jenny is going to come and talk to us about her experiences within the system, I think, is really important. And it's often quite a difficult thing for people to hear. 
but I know Jenny always speaks really movingly about this and um, we're thrilled to have her. Yeah, she had a huge history herself, I mean, and this is a public knowledge, a huge history of neglect and, and, and di really f difficult family setup. And she really has kind of gone through the mill, come out the other side and been absolutely inspirational from what I can read about her. And it should again be a fascinating presentation. Absolutely. When she was nine, she walked into the police station um, with her brothers and asked to be taken into care. That was how it was for her. And she, she, she spent the whole childhood in care. Incredible. So she just talked so movingly about that. And I think it really does give inspiration to those who are in the care system themselves now and those who are working with children in the care system. And her, her uh, talk is entitled, How Do We Deal With the Loss of Our Social Workers Who Are Told to Abandon Us? Quite a provocative title. Indeed, yes. I always good to have a bit of uh, provocation. <laughs> okay, now we've also got a Chief Constable coming up from Norfolk, uh, Simon Bailey, who's the um, National Policing Lead on Child Protection Abuse Investigation. And he's going to be talking about the key issues in policing child sexual abuse. Um, I imagine that will be quite uh, an important address as well. Yeah, I think so, especially with the things that we've been hearing going on in the news and so forth at the moment, I suppose Rotherham is what comes to mind immediately, but we have all the cases around uh, Rolf Harris, Jimmy Savile and so forth. Mm. So police have become, um, been a lot of focus on police in this last year or so in child protection, perhaps more so than has been previously. So it'll be really interesting to, to hear what he's got to say about this. Mm. Now, Karen McCluskey, who's the director of the Scottish Violence Reduction Unit, is speaking. I mean, I, I believe that, I mean, Karen has been working with various agencies for all oh, the last sort of 20 years. And she's um, currently, well, she currently was a head of intelligence analysis at the, the, the West Mercia Police Force. And now has now looking at Strathclyde. Indeed, indeed. Um, she's, she went on to set up the whole reduction, the violence reduction unit in Scotland and has worked um, very closely with a number of people in, in really trying to put this centre stage. So she was also direct, um, nominated by the Guardian newspaper for her public service leader, leadership award. So she really is at the cutting edge of, of leading the way in, in violence reduction. Uh, it would be really interesting to hear what she has to say. You've got an incredible lineup, haven't you? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some others here. Dr. Catherine Mackay, uh, who's the Senior Medical Officer of Child Health and working in, uh, and working in Glasgow. She's a consultant paediatrician. I mean, she's going to be talking about um, from anatomy to policy, how advancing neuroscience helped shape policy shift in the early years in Scotland. Well, indeed, Kate's actually the senior medical officer for the Scottish Government, as oh. well as being um, a consultant paediatrician. So she's right at the heart of what government here saying. I know that she takes a very strong public health approach to child protection and has worked very closely with other senior um, medics in the past. So. She always gives um, a robust and authoritative talk, so I think she will give us some quite unique insights. And it's a fascinating area, the early years at the moment. I mean, it really is. I mean, you, well, you'll be more aware than this than many, many people, but 
of the actual kind of the whole impact on very very young children of the the toxic trio if you like you know the domestic violence substance abuse and um, mental health matters in, in the adults and I suspect that's a, that's an important thread that will be running through her, her discussion. Yes, it, it will. I mean, we do know that multiple adversities, um, and particularly, as you say, those those three particularly, when they coalesce, can be create a toxic environment for the child, and and that can have a long-lasting impact. So, mm. be good to hear what the latest research and the views are on that. And, and taking it forward, because I've got a bit of a personal interest that as well, because I, you'll be aware I put on a conference with Bascan uh, on that very issue uh, only about a year or so ago. Um, and it is absolutely flavour of the month when it comes to um, understanding some of the impact on very young children. Um, right, well now internationally, internationally here we've got Dr. James Mercy coming across from Atlanta. Indeed. We're very pleased to have Jim coming. He is just one of the leading lights in the in this area, and the fact that he is going to fly across the pond as such is is a particularly um, welcome thing for us. Uh, he's a special advisor for global activities at the Division of Violence Prevention at um, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta. But I mean, I'm sure there's, and he's talking about mobilizing action to end violence against children, lessons from around the world. Well, you can't get enough of examples from elsewhere for, for, for people to pick and choose from, can you? Yeah, and uh, Jim Mercy has worked all over the world with really leading organizations, and um, including UNICEF and World Health Organization. He's been the, the advisor to many of these bodies. So um, he brings a fairly unique perspective that isn't just from his own country, from America, but mm -hmm. really is able to talk about that with authority from across the world. Oh, that's terrific. I mean, and it goes on and it goes on. We've got Alan Baird, who's the um, Chief Social Work Advisor to the Scottish Government. Yeah. Um, he was Director of Social Work, wasn't he, for, for, or is, for, for Fife, wasn't it, in, in Scotland? Is that? Yes, I think that's right. He, he Was it Fife or Tayside? Or Tayside, okay. Um, uh, I mean... Uh, oh, he was seconded from Dundee City Council. Yeah. For Tayside, yeah. But I mean, he's had a, a long history, and I've heard Alan speak at several other conferences as well. So another fascinating aspect of things in that angle. But then we have Sue Berlowitz, who's the Deputy Children's Commissioner for England, and Sue's coming up to speak, isn't she? Yes, yeah, Sue's coming up to speak. We're really pleased about that. Sue always. Uh has something fascinating to say and as you know the office of the children's commissioner in England at the moment is leading a two-year inquiry into child sexual abuse, child sexual exploitation so um, I think being able to talk to those topics in particular and the leading work they're doing will give us something quite unique. A first-hand social work look behind the headlines I think essentially and a first-hand opportunity to sort of hear some of the work that's been developed. I mean, I guess that's what that seems to be what she's going to be talking about. But she's very well known, isn't she? And so she have another fascinating interview. Yeah, and indeed, indeed. Sir Michael Rutter, Professor Sir Michael Rutter, is coming. Uh, now I, I've got down here that he's going to do with a video link. Is that right? Well, lots of our talks will be on a video link because. 
we expecting um, a very big crowd and the where, where we're having the conference it has two very large halls so those who are not speaking twice will be video linked into ah, the, yeah. the overlap room now he's a professor of developmental psychopathology um, and genetic and developmental psychiatry research centre at the Institute of Psychiatry at King's College. Yes. Um, now he, it looks like he, I, I've got a headline for him here: adoption after early institutional rearing, findings from three countries compared regarding risk and resilience. I mean that sounds a fascinating topic. Yeah, and Professor Rutter has just been around for so long now. He is the he was the first professor of child psychiatry in the whole of the UK, and he's been described as the father of child psychology. So he he is um, an absolute guru of, of in this world, and what he doesn't know about child psychology, he could write on a poster stamp. <laughs> so uh, I think he has some very interesting things to say. I've certainly heard him speak before, and. Um, he takes no prisoners. That's brilliant. Okay, and finally, from what I've got here, the Bascan Founders Lecture is Professor Nigel Parton, who's a professor in Applied Childhood Studies at Huddersfield University. Yes, Nigel has been a friend of Bascan for many, many years now, and the fact that he's going to do our Founders Lecture is, is a real privilege for us. Um, Mike, um, Michael, I went on Nigel, so Nigel has been theorizing and conceptualizing child protection and social work for many many years now and really has an interesting take on how those things all come together he's one of the deepest thinkers i know in this area and i i don't always agree with what he says um even, even better this gives you food for thought and his title is the contemporary politics of child protection part two um part one was Part one was he was a keynote speaker a few um, a few years ago and and began to deliver some messages there. He's also written widely on this, so I think part two is the recent thinking of all of his recent talks and his recent books to now deliver the next ones. Well, what I mean, what a menu, eh? What a, what a lineup, uh, kind yeah. of. Like, an absolute kind of smorgasbord of all the things that people would love to listen to. And and I think just say a little bit there about how people can get the chance to, because you said that there were some of these speakers were doubling up to give as maximum number of people an opportunity to hear them. Yeah, we're being very canny with this. Everyone's going to get to hear everyone. Um, so most of our keynote speakers will perform twice and everybody will on your badge it will tell you when you're hearing them um, so that we're not overflowing um, because we know people really want to be in the same room as people. Oh, terrific. Now, at the same time uh, and in the background you've got an absolute plethora of workshops by lots of people from who have been applying to actually uh, uh, present at Congress, and that's been whittled down, I believe, now to uh, well, still a considerable number, I gather, and that's all going on as well, isn't it? Well, I I have to say, David, that um, we have some fantastic keynotes, but we also have some fantastic delegates and fantastic people who are putting on workshops, seminars, and and the talks that we have, as well as people who are just coming to soak it all in. So, yes, we have all sorts of things going on, and our program is, is pretty exciting, I think. 
um, workshops will be those sessions where you can actually dig into it a little bit more and our presenters there will be getting you to think differently, to discuss things um, and so forth. We have a lot of symposia as well which takes a number, a, a theme and a number of papers around a particular theme so that you can have a real depth and follows it through coherently. It's like you're overdosing on good stuff here. I mean, how do you cram it all in? That's what I'd like to know. Well, I know, that is the problem. We, you know, we really did think about running this of a 24-hour round-the-clock thing. But <laughs> <laughs> we thought that wouldn't go down so well. So it is crammed, yes, but it's crammed of good things. Oh, it definitely is, I'll tell you that. I mean, now, as well as that, you've got uh, social events going on for the delegates as well, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, if, it, if being in Edinburgh, the historic city here and the setting we have, isn't enough for you, we've got a number of things just to draw you in further. So, apart from the welcome reception, we'll have a quiz and a cash bar. On Monday night, the city of Edinburgh have um, supported us by allowing us into the main council chamber in the, in the city chambers, which is in the heart of the old town for a drinks reception. Now, the numbers are limited to that because of space, but everybody's a chance to go and it is free. So if you would like to go to that, just say so, and then be a lottery draw for the, for the first 150 out of the hat we'll be able to go oh, to. Wow, <laughs> incredible. You've also got a Kaylee going on, haven't you? Yes, we had a lot of debate about this. Lots, of, lots and lots of conferences have the usual conference dinner. And I don't know about you, but I actually hate conference dinners. Um, <laughs> you can get a really good one and you can get a really bad one, but they're a bit, you know, you're sat in one place and it's a bit potluck. Mm. So we don't want to do that in Scotland um, because we want it to be something that everybody could go to and that everybody wants to go to and that everybody could afford. So we're doing the traditional Kaylee. And a Kaylee, for those of you who don't no, know... I was just going to say, could you explain to people abroad? Kaylee is, you might come to mind that there'd be a lot of men in kilts, and of course there is some of that, but really what it is, it's an informal, traditional evening that's about music, about stories, about dance, about entertainment, and what we call in Scotland, blethering, which is we're just talking with. <laughs> so we've got a live band, we've got three of Scotland's premium musicians, and they play both traditional and contemporary tunes, um, there will also be support bands, uh, one of which is a Highland-based folk duo with our very own George Stevenson there. George Livingston. Livingston, Livingston. sorry. I think Stevenson did something else. To do. something to do something else, isn't it? Sorry, George. <laughs> but um, that's what Blethering's about, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, that sounds terrific. We've got the um, the pipe master from the Army School of Bagpipe Music and Highland Drumming there. So that's going to be an evening not to miss and will, I think, be very, very, very different. So from social activity to academic activity to interest to workshops to speakers to everything, you're going to have people full to the gills of the, the three-day event. However, there's one event that I want to talk to you about that's quite significant and contemporary and that's the debate that you've organized. Yes, we're having the first Basken Congress debate. Um, these have been done at other conferences but not at, at this one before and we're taking that very seriously. So um, 
we put a motion up for we, we put a motion up for debate and that's about mandatory reporting which as you know is a um, pretty hot topic in child protection at the moment should should we go the way of other countries and have mandatory reporting or is that going to make things worse for children and we are having a real debate on that um, appropriately chaired and I think will well, controversial and we'll see we'll see what comes from that well, I hope it's controversial I mean, that, that, that's the point of a debate isn't it I mean I, I see that one of the people the person proposing the motion is Peter Garston is that right it is and I, I mean I've done work with Peter in the past and Peter's a, a very well known in legal circles for representing um, survivors groups survivors of abuse so that should be quite interesting Absolutely. Um, we're really pleased that he is speaking for the motion. Um, we have uh, Gary Melton from Colorado speaking against the motion. And you probably all know Judge Nicholas Crichton. Mm. He's, he's going to moderate it, isn't he? Is that right? He's going to be the chair. The chair, right. He himself is a passionate advocate for children's rights. So I think we're going to have a very, very decent debate. Oh, that's terrific, Julie. Okay, now, you've got a massive event there. And I, am I right in thinking you've still got a bit of space if people want to uh, sponsor it? Is that right? Yes, indeed. We're, we are looking for people who might want to sponsor a stand, a bag, a pen, um, an event, whatever. Uh, it, it is the, if, if you want your name to be known in child protection and you've got 700-odd people coming from Mm. around the country and around the world mm. it's the place to be and we do have details of how to sponsor or how to get involved in sponsorship on the BASCAM website. Okay, now talking about getting in touch, talking about booking, uh, mm. the BASCAM website is, uh, now let me think, BASCAM.org.uk, yeah? Yes, indeed, if you just put BASCAM into Google, you, it will come up. Okay, B-A-S-P-C-A-N, I think, for, for people listening. Um, but also on Twitter, there's a specific conference hashtag, which is hashtag 9ED2015. And there's also a, a new Facebook facility being set up that's got the full title, the British Association for the Study and Prevention of Child Abuse and Neglect. It is a bit of a mouthful, but we want people to have the absolute, the, 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 the direct route in Facebook for that, and there'll be plenty of information on that as well. There will. No, um, blimey, Julie, there's an awful lot. But you're you're essentially because you're based at Edinburgh University, you're hosting this, and uh, and the university, I, I guess, has got all the facilities needed to host a, a brilliant congress. Indeed, indeed, we sit in historic Edinburgh University, and right in the heart of the. The university is Appleton Tower, and that's where the main bit of our that's the main bit of our conference will be, um, and with some surrounding buildings. There's not very far to go between different rooms in the congress, and there's plenty of room for everybody. Edinburgh's got loads of accommodation, so whether from budget right up to your five star, so there are all sorts of rooms for everybody. Um, it must be much walkable from everywhere, um, but it's, it's easy in public transport as well. Oh, I know. And Edinburgh in the spring, come on, that's going to be lovely. I mean, you know, whatever the weather, it's a beautiful place. Absolutely. 
Um, now, there's also an app being designed um, for Congress that should be available within the next month or so. And on it, it'll have not only the abstracts, uh, but all the information you need, the practical stuff to do with where it is, how to get there, what the program is, hotels, transport, but also um, the keynote speakers, etc. And so, I mean, just a wealth of information to inform you before you get there. And, of course, how to get around when you are there. Yeah, that's it. And it means that you can you can flag some things up that you might want to attend beforehand and then they're saved on your on your on your mobile device. Mm. Julie, it's been a pleasure talking to you and I think we're going to talk again before April, um, just to sort of give people a real update on Congress to, on, on this podcast. But for now, thanks ever so much for talking to us. Thank you, David. Good to talk about it. Good to talk to you. Thanks ever so much to Julie. And just to remind you of a few of these um, sites that we mentioned in the interview. There's the Twitter hashtag, hashtag 9ed2015. That'll get you the Congress on Twitter. Or the uh, Facebook page is the, the full one at the British Association for the Study and Prevention of Child Abuse and Neglect. Or, of course, all of it's available on the website, which is baspscan, B-A-S-P-C-A-N, dot org, dot UK. Really interesting. Thanks again to Alba Digital Media for all their help and the technical support for this podcast. And um, I look forward to having your company for the next one. Thank you.